Bobby calls them my bad shows. However, he will make commentary from the other room, so I know that he is following the storyline. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, Jax, there's no way that guy's such a douchebag, you know? <laughs> and she's like, how do you know who Jax is? You listen. Welcome back to another episode of Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Scudelari. Very excited to have you with us here. We've got another amazing episode for you lined up. We had Bobby Hicks on. We had Keiko Lin on separately. We are having them do a dynamic duo episode together. We felt like it was only right. They live together. They work together often. It's only good that we get to dive in with both of them on the podcast. So we're going to talk about everything from Bobby's workout habits to their favorite Halloween costumes, because that's something that Keiko is known for and everything in between. It's going to be an awesome episode. So stay tuned. Before we get to that, head over to podcast.trovebusiness.com. Make sure you check it out. Sign up for our newsletter. Each week, we send you a recap of the podcast. We drop in a few little tidbits some takeaways from the podcast and tell you what's coming up. It's a great way to stay in touch and to make sure that you're getting the key takeaways. Also, if you have two seconds, leave us that five-star rating. Give us that glowing review. It really helps us out at the podcast and we do appreciate it. But with that out of the way, let's get to our conversation with Bobby and Keiko. <laughs> at least Keiko has on like a dress. It looks like Bobby and I, for all you know, I could be in my other shorts. I'm not, to be clear, I'm not. I do have sweats on. Like you said before, you're lucky that I'm wearing pants because I had to run out and do some errands before. But like, normally, I'm, I'm doing like live chats on a regular basis and I'm not wearing anything. I'm just like having a professional conversation here now. Like, yeah, you, you don't know what's going on down there. Well, Bobby and Keiko, it's great to have you both. Now we get to do the the dynamic duo together on a on a, a podcast episode, sub-episode, whatever this ends up being. So I'm going to start first and foremost Keiko, this uh, COVID-19 has brought us all much closer together with our loved ones, um, and you have been uh, unable to escape the fitness studio that has become your apartment at times. Tell us a little bit about Bobby's exercise routines, his grunting, his screaming, and and the the fishbowl that is now kind of your terrace. (laughs) Well... (laughs) The second I realized they were closing our building's gym, I knew that this was about to get a lot more interesting. We have a workroom downstairs that is close to the gym. And sometimes just to get out of the apartment, I would go and work from there. And he was working out in the next room over with the door closed and I was wearing headphones, I could still hear him. He makes like very animal-like noises. (laughs) I've heard of this primal. (laughs) Primal, yeah. We're going to call him primal, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And it's incredibly embarrassing. And so every time I go down to the gym, there's somebody there and he's like, really? That's so weird. No one's ever in there when I'm there. And then the first time I heard him working out like that, I realized why. Yeah, people have like straight up come in there and then like they see me and they just leave. They're just like, no, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> but you can't go anywhere. No, There's they're, no they're coming down there because go. they want to watch like some reality show on like the on the elliptical for like 15 minutes and then just kind of feel good. And then I'm down there and I'm doing clean and jerks and sweating and, and basically like wanting to die. And I'm on the ground collapse. Like, hey, how's it going? Come on in. You know, and they're just like, <laughs> no. Not none of this, but I near have death, no choice. but ever polite. Near death, but ever <laughs> ever so polite. Yeah, yeah. So um, I am curious about all of our neighbors getting to hear him when he's working out outside because everyone's been using their balconies a lot more, obviously. And yeah. even with the door closed, and we have 
I think pretty good south soundproofing yeah. and with our double pane windows, I can still hear him and he sounds like he is dying every time. <laughs> A wounded <laughs> animal on the yeah. terrace. I think we briefly chatted about this in our chat, but it was like everybody right now, they're all trying to get outside and get like their air, like they're opening up their windows and stuff. And so the fact that it's like, we have a fishbowl, essentially. It's like 50 apartments that are surrounding our terrace right now, and everybody's like, windows open. So when I'm outside, I'm like, ah! You know, spitting and coughing, and, and I'm just like the antithesis of what you want to hear during a COVID crisis. Yeah. yeah. So Keiko, what do you do to make it through these workouts? Uh, I largely tune them out in yeah. many facets of our coexistence. <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a new set of uh, noise-canceling headphones, so she uses those often. I do, yeah. I, I use noise-canceling headphones. Sometimes I like to put him on stories so that other people can share in my amusement because it really, it's a lot. It really is. And I, I almost wonder if he's doing it with the intention of having an audience because it's so melodramatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So is it safe to say that during COVID, during this crisis, that has perhaps been your not biggest pet peeve, but the newest addition to a set of characteristics about your boyfriend, Bobby, that has been the most trying? Yes, but not for the reason you would expect, because when I hear that, I simultaneously cringe and laugh because it really <laughs> is humorous to hear him. It's it's so it's so over the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he brought his chalk inside. And oh, that yeah. is oh. one of my biggest fears and like the dust. Oh, she it's, can't, I can't. just even thinking about it is freaking me out. And so the other day I accidentally touched something that had chalk on it. I lost my mind. So that's probably oh. the worst part about him bringing what do his you work not out like about the chalk? What do you not ev- like about ev- the chalk? Every single thing about it. The sound, the feel, the the name <laughs> of it. I just oh, I don't, there's nothing about it that is good. It should be banished from existence. <laughs> so just for those who, for those who are not uh, familiar, chalk is used particularly uh, in the sports that Bobby plays, and, <laughs> you know, uh, to help him maintain his grip on yeah. the weights. And it's, it's very necessary, especially when you do not want to drop those weights yeah. in your apartment. <laughs> yeah, or anywhere. I mean, like when, when or you, like especially with like a barbell, and I have like two hundred and twenty-five pounds on there or something, and I'm picking or deadlifting right. like more and stuff. The, the chalk really helps to get that grip. But the problem is one of the reasons why Keiko never wants to even come downstairs and, and see me train or anything either is because it's like it's just everywhere. Oh, it's like it's really <laughs> freaking me out just thinking about yeah. it. It's yeah. like for me, like yeah. I'm terrified of cotton balls. And like people, oh. we, have the, we have the dumbest things that we're afraid of, but it's like, yeah. when you are afraid of it, it's like to be around <laughs> it, to think about it, it's horrible. So yeah. we need to come up with some kind of code word next time we discuss this. Like we're going to, like for me, it's blood and I just call it Skittles. So I'm just like... Which is very confusing. <laughs> yeah. Like I cut myself and there's, there's, there's Skittles everywhere. You know, it's like, we need to have something like that for, for the C word. You know, yeah. Sure. Well, let's, let's turn the tables a little bit. Bobby, what have you learned or what um, kind of, what has characteristics or situations has this new kind of required mandated close proximity to Keiko 
brought out? What have you learned? What are some of the things that, you know, maybe make it to the pet peeve list? <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, it, like truly, it's one of those things where we've we've been sharing spaces for so long that it's it's one of those things where I don't even really think about anything as like a peeve or anything like that. I'm actually really comfortable and familiar with all of our weird little quirks. And, and the, I mean, like, if anything, it actually makes it more interesting. It's, it's one of the things that gets me through this, you know, like kind of boredom. You know, if anything, like, I think we both have learned to kind of give each other the distance that we might need because it, it, oftentimes we need to work with each other, we need to be around each other. But at the same time, like, both of us are people that need to have our own little elements of privacy. And, like, you know, if I am just too annoying, which I'm often, you know, like, or clinging around her or something like that, you know, like, I might irritate her or she might irritate me. And so we've been just, if anything, getting better at just kind of, like, giving each other the distance that we need while we need it, when we need to be like working together, like we'll, we'll do everything we can to kind of just like work together in, in a way that's going to be beneficial. But most of the time we just keep together at dinner time. She's touching my shoulder right now because I'm I'm talking too much. No, no. I was actually (laughs) going to ask, do you want me to leave the room so you can tell him honestly what your pet peeves are about me? (laughs) 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 And then then he's like, how long do you have? <laughs> no, no. I mean, truly, in general, it's like it's like the things that the things that I really always loved about Keiko are these weird, quirky things. Because in general, it's like she's very quiet. You know what I mean, like she'll be on her computer, she works by herself, she'll watch her bad shows, which I call them, like any of the reality stuff that she watches on, on <laughs> Bravo or whatever. And it's like th- these are things that might be weird or or quirky to people listening. But at the same time, like, these are the things that I think, like, define a relationship in a way that, like, makes it uniquely ours, you know? And I love these weird little quirky things about her. It's like, in fact, like, more often than not, like, we get along so, so well. It's more just like when she gets stressed out, then I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. I'm panicking because, you know, it's like, that's when both of us become, like, volatile. So it's like, we both are working really hard at just kind of being, like, better at giving each other, like, distance and being there when we need each other. But the quirks, I love. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's dig in on the television front and let's talk about these bad TV shows. So where, what are her bad TV shows that you qualify as bad TV shows? Keiko, what are the bad TV shows that Bobby watches and where do you overlap and have either of you been able to brainwash the other into enjoying a show that perhaps previously you did below deck. Oh yeah. <laughs> below deck. I brought him over to the below deck. Fan club. She brought me below my expectations. <laughs> um, surprisingly, I have not been watching a lot of reality TV lately. Mainly because I no longer have a Bravo login. <laughs> yeah, it, it's mostly just because we don't have access. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby calls them my bad shows. However, he will make commentary from the other room. So I know that he is following the storyline. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, Jax, there's no way that guy's such a douchebag, you know? And she's like, how do you know who Jax is? You listen. <laughs> yeah, and then I have two speeds. I watch old movies. Oh, yeah. Like silent movies. Stuff from, you know, usually from like the (laughs) teens up through the 50s. And then I watch bad reality TV shows. (laughs) So it's a very strange dichotomy. Our neighbors must think we're the strangest because like outside we've got really great soundproofing, but inside the like hallway and everything like you can literally hear if, if someone's on a phone call like there is zero privacy. So it's one of those things where if we're playing television above like like the volume of 10, which is nothing, you know, it's like everybody hears it. 
So I'm, I'm coming up from like maybe going in an errand or something like that. And I can tell right away she's either watching like some really awesome, awesomely bad reality TV show or she's watching something from like 1922 that didn't actually have any dialogue. <laughs> That's great. Well, Bobby, what about you? What's your go-to? Um, I mean, she'll probably confirm this as well. It's like most of the time I'm either sitting inside like the guest room slash office trying to watch videos that are kind of like either educating me on something else or just just you know, trying to learn like new tips or something like that. But if I'm watching a show, I, I try to find things that uh, are episodic that we can watch together. Uh, so even though like I, I personally just love horror films, you know, it's like I will watch horror films all day long, but she doesn't really like horror films as much. So it's like if I watch something like that, I'll watch it at night. Most often, fun fact, and we've talked about this, is uh, I have a routine where we'll, we'll watch something during the dinner time, And then at nighttime, the routine is she'll fall asleep while reading a book. I will sit at the end of the bed, rub her feet and while I'm watching some other show. So like I just binged like Lost for like a couple of months, just like every night just watching maybe like a new episode or something. I'm back on Breaking Bad for like the eighth time. Yeah. And uh, it, oh, so it's like, I don't know, I, I live in like the same three shows in perpetuity. We have lo- watched a lot of series lately though. Yeah, we just destroyed everything. Yeah. And so, Keiko, do you appreciate those or do you tolerate them? What level are we at? Because this, I think this is a really important, you know, yeah. point for relationships during this, you know, time. You know, this is a big focal point. So I'm yeah. curious to hear how you get along with his taste in uh, TV shows. Well, we do try to compromise when we, when we watch TV at night. Yeah. Um, we're not the formal eat at a table couple. We're, we eat, (laughs) we eat at the coffee (laughs) table while we watch TV and Uh half the time I'm working and watching. So usually it's something that he's maybe a little bit more invested in than I am. But, um, generally I think, I think we, we, both agree on on those things. There's a compromise there. That's that is nice. That's uh, it's good that you found common ground. But one thing that he did mention earlier, Keiko, was the explanation. <laughs> I want to dig in. It's on close. That. It's close. So, it's explaining. Because my name is Bobby Hicks. You, I'm going to explain you right now what it is. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's First just getting all, so meta. Explaining and explanation <laughs> go hand in hand. I'm not going to lie though. I mean, we call it explaining, but explanation is. A- Pretty good one. I like that. It's new. Well, his explanation <laughs> is a noun, so you're welcome. You just added to your dictionary. That's so much yeah. Mar- someone call up Merriam-Webster and get this. <laughs> no, but first we need a definition. So who's going to give us the definition? Well, I'll give it to you because if he tries, it'll be two hours. It'll be an explanation. If you ask him a single question, even if it's a yes or no question, two hours later, he's still talking about it. He might have gone mm-hmm. way, way, way over... Over here, um, but eventually he'll try to bring it back around. And my family, our <laughs> friends, everyone has learned to just tune him out. Just or it's the easiest way to get rid of me. It's the easiest way to get rid of me. Like, just sit there and they'll be like, "Hey, Bobby, talk about red light therapy," and they have no interest in it at all. <laughs> but I will be talking about it while they are doing something totally different because they know that I'm entertaining myself essentially for like the next 40 minutes. And where does this 
explanation or explaining come from? Is it just this fascination with certain subjects? And so in-depth research follows, and therefore you're so excited about something because for, for as somebody who follows you, I can understand the red light fascination. And <laughs> I've done my own research and I maybe have caught a little bit of the Hicks bug. Um, <laughs> it's the next virus. Right, it's the next virus. We all just walk around talking about all this stuff for hours. Just from social distancing to like just avoiding people because they're going to annoy you so much. Right. So, so it, does it come just from a, a fascination with and uh, just a, a lot of research on specific subjects? I mean, honestly, it's like it's like a combination of just like way too much free time, ADHD, and just like this this inability of being able to find an end. And so I just keep talking about it until I get closer. I just dig. It's just never ends. <laughs> Counterpoint. Counterpoint. You don't dig, you build it. I build that's actually he, a great you point. can hear you can hear him gasping for breath because he's so, so excited. excited. It keeps going like way, way up here and I'm always like, bring it back down, Bobby, yeah. bring it back down. <laughs> so if you need Keiko, if you need a very efficient answer out of Bobby. What do you do to set him up for that? I put my hand on his shoulder. On my shoulder. And I say, give me the short answer. Uh-huh. Even then, it's still not very short. But but I'm telling you, he has... She'll interrupt me and just be like, stop. There's an art to Bobby's answers. <laughs> I will literally ask him a yes or no question. And he will go, well, yes and no. And then he goes into <laughs> a long explanation as to why the answer is actually a gray area. Scientifically speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's and that's when I go, you know what? Never mind. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> like, it's so much easier just to Google it yourself than to actually ask me. Like, <laughs> while we were waiting and stuff, my buddy Leo sent me a text. asked me the simplest thing. Is there a way that I can eliminate like one second from every clip that I'm editing? Is there a quick way to do this? I called him up and I chatted with him for like 30, 40 minutes. And I still ran out of time because Keiko came in. She was like, you have to come in here now. <laughs> so like, I still wasn't able to finish the thought. I gave him like more information you'd ever need. It's fine because Leo um, probably put the phone down a long time before. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to dig in on the most recent photo shoot you guys did together where you matched your shirts to the wallpaper. One, whose idea was that? And then two... How did it all come about? That was definitely my idea. Um, I realized that a great deal of my wardrobe matches my wallpaper. <laughs> and Bobby happens <clears throat> to have one shirt that actually matches the wallpaper as well. So, Where did that shirt come from? Oh, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he just, he just happens to have this shirt in his wardrobe. Um, yeah, so I just thought it would be fun. A lot of people were saying it reminded them of Garden State. That must have been in the back of my mind somewhere because after seeing that, I was like, oh yeah, you're totally right. But it was just... Um, a fun way to do a portrait together. That's awesome. Yeah, it, and it looked like you guys had a little bit of fun with it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, it's even just like we, we try to find ways that we can have something fun and creative but do it in an efficient way. So it's like it may have taken us like 10 minutes to actually like set that up and shoot it, but it's something where she was able to get a ton of different you know content from it. She had a lot of different ideas and, and we did a variety of different shoots with it. You know, for the, for just that single look. Yeah, because I, I think sometimes we forget to 
work together, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like we both do similar things, but we're not always a part of each other's content. And um, I have to sometimes remember that, you know, it's okay to work together. (laughs) It's actually pretty fun. (laughs) It's actually really helpful too, because it performs better for both of our accounts to be together. But at the same time, like it's kind of like what she said, like we're not deliberately not trying to work together. We're just both doing our own individual projects. So like she'll literally drag me from the room and be like, do you have 10 minutes? I have a cute idea I want to do with you. And I think like part of my job as well to basically just be like, yes, you know what, let me stop what I'm doing because otherwise I'm going to get bogged down with this. And so when we actually do do stuff together, it's so much more enjoyable and collaborative because otherwise like we're not really doing as much, you know, like I'll help her set something up. But when she brings me into some of these project ideas or like doing a TikTok video, for example, like it just becomes so much more enjoyable, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But there was a recent project where Keiko, you might've been an unassuming actress uh, where you were sitting on the couch wearing some, uh, headphones, not really paying attention. And Bobby effectively shot a, a, a campaign for Bose, if I'm not mistaken. How <laughs> aware of that photo shoot were you on a scale of zero to a hundred, Keiko? Um, <laughs> I'd say it was, it was basically a reenactment of real life. And I guess it is a testament to my acting skills that you thought it was candid. <laughs> it, 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 I, it felt real. It felt it, very it was, real. It was well, the best because again, like you were actively working. I was actually she, working. She had the noise canceling headphones on. She could not hear anything I was doing and she was working. And I would physically have to like tap her on the shoulder and be like, hey, like in a second, can you just look at me? And she'd be like, okay. And then she'd go back to working and I'd look at her and she'd look at me. But other than that, it's like, yeah, she it, was too busy. She didn't even realize I was done. Yeah, I, I was just work, I was just working. I knew he needed me to be a part of it. I didn't know in what capacity, so I was just working. And then before he knew it, he was like, "Okay, we're done." And I was like, "Oh, well, I didn't do anything." So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you did. Well, you guys are also very well known for your Halloween costumes, and I want to know your each of you pick a personal favorite from the last several years. Oh, you go first. What's your favorite? It's the one that we haven't done yet. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I, I, so like my favorite show ever made is, take it or leave it, is X-Files. And I've always wanted to do Mulder and Scully. And okay. it's the simplest thing. We just wear a suit. <laughs> I told you we could do that. But I said, if you want to do that, I'm going to let you spearhead that project. But yeah, when so. I leave it up to him, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Because one year, <laughs> one year he decided he wanted to do several costumes himself. He did exactly zero. <laughs> More than zero. <laughs> so it's usually, it's up to me to um, do that because that's really more my passion yeah. project. Um, sure. But if you want to do Mulder and Scully this year, sure. I'll, I'll make it happen for you, Bobby. Locking it in. But, Locking it in. Well, Bobby, what's the, what's the favorite one you've done so far? I honestly lose track at this point. Like it's, it's honestly not even until like Halloween starts sneaking back in that I remember like yeah. all of them that we've done. But uh, I think the, uh, the Mary Poppins one is one of the ones that people talk about the most often. And but which one did you sure. like the most? I forget all the ones that we've done. We've done a lot. I liked the up one <laughs> the where up I dressed one. like an old man, you know, and like we the house. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I dressed like the guy from Up, you yeah. know, and, mm-hmm. and made yeah. the house for Keiko in an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he made that house. That was that oh, wow. was one of my favorites as well, especially because Miku got yeah. to be a part of it. She was Russell, the, the <laughs> little Boy Scout, a Cub Scout, Wilderness, yeah. Wilderness Explorer. Yeah, she's 
for me, that would definitely be a sentimental favorite. Yeah. Um, okay. My favorite was our Haunted Mansion series. Oh, that was really Ooh. good, yeah. Because that, that, that took a lot of planning. I mean... Yeah, we recreated the yeah. stretching portraits in the Haunted Mansion, and that was so something I'd been wanting to do for a really long time. Yeah, and then it was actually great, too, because it was collaborative between the two of us, because, you know, she had the concept, she helped, like, make all the costumes and all this stuff, but, like, I got to do, like, a little bit of the video element of it, like, trying to make them actually stretch... You know, and so basically it was 10% me and then like 90% Keiko. But I felt good about that 10%. I'd say it was more like 2% you. 2% me. <laughs> 90% Keiko. And then the 8% chance. Right. No, it was really fun. And he's a good sport. Um, I'll hand him a costume, say, put this on. He's like, okay. <laughs> I was in my underwear for one of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that seems to be the norm these days, right? Everybody's just doing Zoom <laughs> calls where time. they're dressed, the shoulders <laughs> up. Yeah, that's right. He's a, a yeah, leading indicator of the times to come. So tell us, uh, I, I've, I've kept you for long enough, but before I let you go, tell us, each of you, one thing that you've learned about the other since COVID hit, since being kind of self-isolating for the last two months. I know it's hard because you guys have lived together and been with each other for a long time, but is there anything new or different that you've discovered about each other or even your relationship since COVID started? I mean, for me, I don't, I honestly don't think there's anything new that I've learned because I know a lot of people may have be, they, they might be like transitioning newly to the situation of like maybe being used to working out and then coming back home and staying there all the time with their partners. But for me and Keiko, like we obviously spend so much time together in our apartment or together, like traveling. So th there's really nothing new that I'm learning about Keiko at all. Um, I mean, no, not for me. Yeah, I would say probably the same because we, even before we were in a relationship, yeah. we were roommates. Yeah. Um, so we've had a long time of getting to know each other. I've always <clears throat> worked from home. So um, we, really got to see the true sides of each other very, very early on. Yeah. Um, I'd yeah. say maybe, maybe the biggest takeaway from this is that a lot of times we communicate through noises and weird voices. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that a lot more and I'm like, I really hope nobody's watching us right now. Yeah, like again, <laughs> we have paper thin walls, so I guarantee you, like our neighbors probably hate me because I swing kettlebells all day and scream, and then they probably think that we're both just like absolute idiots. Yeah, <laughs> we talk in, we talked in robot voices for way too long after like, watching Legion. Yeah, we <laughs> and um, a lot oh, of times we amazing. communicate through yeah. our cats. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. So. There's luckily, no, luckily, no one else lives with us because so, that would be that would be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> if we did still have any friends after all this, we've definitely lost them after this podcast because any like street cred we had is just totally gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, what about this? What's one piece of advice you would give to folks who are spending twenty four seven with each other for the first time, perhaps, and not having that physical separation? Well, I would say first and foremost that you have to find a space for yourself you have to give each other privacy yeah. when necessary um even though i think a lot of people would assume that we work together 
a lot, but he shoots a lot of his own stuff. I shoot most of my own stuff and we come together for projects a little less frequently. So he's working in one room, I'm working in another. And then after we're done with work, we come together so that we still have periods of time to ourselves, or we can chat with friends. And, you know, for me, especially, I think that's really important because I tend to be a little bit more of an introvert. I like my, I like my space. So I would say don't take offense to it, to embrace that and understand that it's healthy to have boundaries in a relationship. Yeah. The communication is just so key because again, like it's, it's, it's nothing new for us because we've been literally doing this for like over a decade. You know, I mean, we've known each other for so, so long. We've lived with each other for so long. But even at the beginning, um, I mean, like maybe we did have a small period of time, like forever ago when we were trying to get used to things. But I mean, like we've evolved together as, as you know, like a, a couple. And so the, the person that I am now is not at all the person that I was forever ago. And so I feel like I've adapted to who she is and she's adapted a little bit to like how I need her to be or like what I am looking for. And so for anybody that's going through this right now, that's, that's experienced it for the first time, one, definitely don't be afraid to kind of like be vocal about it to explain if, if you need to have private time, the other, your partner or your roommates or your family, they might not be quite as familiar with that. They might not be ready for that. And so I think it's a really safe thing to be able to explain to somebody just, just very normally like, Hey, I need to have some private time or, or like, can you give me a little space? You know, because if you don't, that's when things kind of like can turn into a situation and it's all preventable. So for me, that, that I think would be like a, a helpful bit is just just work in a communication. That's awesome. I think that's tremendous advice. Um, uh, definitely something that my wife and I have, you know, practiced over the same amount of time that roughly that you guys have. And uh, I think it's definitely good for folks to heed that advice during this time. And um, I think they'll be better off for it. So, well, Bobby and Keiko, thanks so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and uh, we look forward to everybody listening in. Thank you so much for having us. A wonderful conversation with Keiko and Bobby. Thank you again to both of them for joining us today on Influencer Business. If you don't already, make sure you head over to Instagram and follow both of them at Keiko Lynn, K-E-I-K-O-L-Y-N-N, and at this fellow. Follow them. You will not be disappointed. Uh, Before I let you go, a couple things I wanted to touch on. First of all, during this time, we are all together in close quarters. It's really important to make sure that you're communicating with your partner, with your spouse, with your children, whoever it might be, your in-laws, communication is key. Be honest. It's a very difficult time for everybody. If you have this communication in place, it will make your life a lot easier. The other thing I thought that was really interesting that they talked about is pull yourself out of your own work streams sometimes and engage with your partner on their work. You might not have as easy of a time kind of overlapping as Bobby and Keiko do since they're both creators and influencers, but see if you guys can engage in a project together. It can be really fun and give you a different perspective on life and give you an escape from what you're working on. And then finally, the last thing I'd say is make sure you have some alone time. Bobby and Keiko talked about it. Make sure you have some alone time. We're all in these close quarters together. Sometimes you just need time on your own and it's not a condemnation on the relationship. It's not a red flag. Sometimes we simply need time to ourselves so that we can reset. Make sure you're communicating that and it will make life a lot easier. 
So a big thank you to Keiko and Bobby. Again, make sure you head over to podcast.trovebusiness.com. Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get a recap of this conversation, some of the key takeaways, and a few other goodies sprinkled in. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please give us that five-star rating and leave us a glowing review. We always appreciate it, and it truly does help. And a big shout-out to Pete Crimmy and the team over at Sound Lounge who always make us sound better over the podcast than we do in person. Thanks for joining us today on Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Gudelari, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.